Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my fabulous friend. Happy Tuesday. I am coming to you bright and early recording right now. And I just want to mention before we start that I'm not exactly sure how the hum of my wood stove fan is going to pick up in the background. So my apologies if you do hear a hum throughout the recording. It's because it is November in Northern Ontario and we have our wood stove going. We're heating with wood once again, and uh, this thing goes basically till April now. So it's uh, instead of me finding a different location to record and, you know, mocking something up, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go with the environment that I'm usually in when I record. And once this goes live and I can see how the editing software that I use, uh, how it dampens that sound and, and what it sounds like, then I can adjust next week if need be. But for today, we're going with it. Yeah, welcome to my living room. This is uh, how we roll. So I hope that you are also waking up to a fantastic day, no matter where you are right now, like literally or figuratively, no matter where you are right now, I really do hope that today is wonderful. And your mindset, your attitude, your approach to what you face today, that's what's going to make all the difference. So let's kick it off on a positive note by spending some time together discovering how God cares and provides for each one of us. He takes care of us because he's a good and loving father and he knows exactly what his girls need. Yeah, we're going to celebrate that today because what a gift we've been given to know that we don't need to fret about today. We don't need to worry about the provisions, the details, and the opportunities. Those have already been taken care of for us. How cool is that? I've titled today's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Forever Daddy's Girl. I am so blessed right now to have my parents visiting us. They flew in this past weekend and are here for a couple of weeks with my husband and I. It's become an annual tradition that they stay with us each fall while they are back in Ontario. And I look forward to their visit for months before they actually arrive. I know that these visits won't get to go on forever. The year will come when for some reason or another, this tradition stops. And so for right now, in this moment, I really truly cherish the blessing of having them both around, healthy and still able to travel to visit us. It's one of my favorite things to look forward to, and my parents are amazing. I'm just so grateful to have 
loving parents who have been married to each other, like the same person for over 40 years now. It's not every day that you get to witness commitment like that. But today I want to tell you a little bit more about my dad. He is the best. I'm a hundred percent sure his love language is a mix of quality time and acts of service because he's happiest when he can spend time with his girls, my sister and I, and absolutely loves to do things for us. Like, I don't even know if he realizes how helpful he is. I think it's just in his nature to always want to be busy doing something. And if it can lighten the burden of someone else, especially for his daughters, he's right in there helping without needing to be asked. This is what I find so interesting. I don't even ask him to do things for me because I'm a grown-up. But to him, I'll always be his little girl, and he'll never stop making sure that the small details are taken care of. For example, while he's here visiting, he's using my vehicle, and I guarantee he's driving my car this week, scrolling through the maintenance info to check to see if I have enough oil. He'll likely pop the hood at some point just to make sure my wiper fluid is topped up. He'll absolutely double check that my tire pressure is okay and that my wheels are torqued properly. He's fanatical about tires, for real. I've never known anyone more fascinated by rubber in a circular format. The only thing between you and the road, Sarah, as he likes to say, is your tires. He'll probably then check to make sure that the organic coffee cream that I like is all stocked up in my fridge because he knows that him and my mom will be drinking it too and he won't want me to not have any when I go to make my coffee. So he'll make sure it's stocked up. He'll likely go ahead and buy a couple snacks that he knows that I like to add to the pantry and he'll be sure to take the dogs for a little walk before coming to pick me up from work where I'll get curbside valet service as a 40-year-old lady getting picked up by her dad from school. He'll offer to do anything to help because he knows it lightens the load off of me. He's got such a kind heart and I'm beyond grateful for it. Ironically though, for all of this first-class service, I never get a bill in the mail. I never get reminded of all he does for me and I never am expected to return the favor. It's like him simply knowing that I love him and appreciate and am grateful for him is payment enough. He doesn't help because he gets something in return. He helps because it's how he demonstrates he loves me. Girl, you might have a world-class dad like mine, or maybe you might've had the most amazing father and now he's gone from your life. Or maybe you were never blessed with a father who really showed that he loved you or cared for you or even acknowledged that you exist. But regardless of the nature of your human father, you have been blessed with a heavenly father who loves you beyond what any earthly dad ever can and who wants to make sure every detail of your life is adorned in goodness too not because he expects anything for it, but simply because you showing him love makes him want to shower you in favor. We spend an awful lot of our time worrying about the details of life, don't we? 
We think continually about how to ensure we have enough for ourselves and our families. Food, shelter, medical care, clothing, time, entertainment, extracurricular activities. And let's be honest, many of us are not only thinking about how we can acquire the minimum we need to survive, we are often geared towards seeking abundance. Once we take care of the basics, for example, groceries, gas, rent or mortgage, our mind often runs to how we can use the rest of what we earn to buy more stuff. And in fact, the majority of us go way beyond what we earn and we use credit to get us what we want right flipping now. We focus on more stuff because we believe more will leave us fulfilled, right? If I could just buy that, or if I only had those, or we totally need to get that. My kids would love that. All our friends have one. All their friends have one. We need that too. Sound familiar? Well, Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 to 33 says this, and this is Jesus speaking. So listen carefully to these words. They're really powerful. It says, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. It's easy to get into a vicious cycle of focusing on what we want rather than what we need as well as simply being fixated on the continual pursuit of more things. But in this verse that Jesus spoke, he tells us not to run after these things. Don't chase them because he reassures us that God knows what we need. He's telling us not to worry about the details. Our needs will be taken care of, but God is a father who doesn't want to raise spoiled and bratty kids. He doesn't promise us all of the more beyond the basics because we don't require more. We have to prove first that we can be content and grateful with less, with only the basics, with what we have and need for today. He does tell us, though, that if we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, then all of these things will be given to you as well. So what exactly is he saying here? I like to use the image of a parent, a father in this case. So let's use my father in this case. If I was a bratty, self-centered, expectant, and ungrateful little bee, well, I'll stop right there. But knowing my dad, he would most likely withhold going above and beyond for me because he would feel unappreciated, used, and mistreated if I ordered him to do all the things that I mentioned that he does for me before, just out of the goodness of his heart. He would realize my attitude, actions, and behavior don't deserve his blessings. He would probably withhold those blessings until I had a change of attitude, got my mind right, and realized just how lucky I am. When I started showing him that I appreciate how he goes above and beyond, well, then that's when he's more likely to want to go above and beyond. It's in his nature to be generous. 
but not to be taken advantage of. Does that make sense? So similarly, God promises to take care of our basic needs. Just look what he did for the Israelites. So when they were under the leadership of Moses and Aaron, and they were exiled in the land without food, starving and complaining about their situation, right? They were angry with Moses for leading them to where they were. And they were starting to doubt that he had made the right decision. But God had promised to care for them and he did provide for them, but only enough for each day. In the morning, there would be this dew on the ground. And when that dew dried, it would become like a flaky substance that they then could collect and they would eat it. And it would have, they say, described as a honey coriander taste to it. And they called it manna. And manna just means simply, what is this? It was how God provided for them each day. And he provided just enough. And when they got greedy and they tried to collect more of it, some days more than others. So for example, on the Sabbath day, they were told not to collect the manna. But if they did, it would right away spoil and go rotten because they had been instructed not to pursue more, that they only needed to collect what they needed for that day. But just like their greed in their hearts their food spoiled, right? Like it was that idea of when you seek too much, you can't possibly use it all. It goes to waste. So God knows what we need for today. He has gone before us. He's made a way and he requires that we trust in him to provide for us. When we seek his goodness and righteousness, when we get more focused in the continual pursuit of knowing him better and knowing his word better, and putting our faith in him, then we naturally become less focused on the pursuit of more stuff and more things and more riches and more status as most people in society are fixated upon. It's then, only then, my sister, when we've got our focus in the right place, when our attention is fixed on what really matters and our praise and gratitude are directed and aligned on God and his teachings that he can begin to reward us with the more as well. God doesn't want you to feel like a penniless pauper your whole life, girl. But if all you are doing is focusing on the ground, looking down and trying to search for more pennies, then you're likely missing out on looking up and seeing what he's trying to offer you instead. He's got abundance favor, and offerings beyond your wildest dreams. Look up and focus on him first, and he'll make sure not only are your daily needs met, but that you've got so much more promise to come. Like a good, good father, he wants us to have blessings beyond our wildest dreams. But if we don't honor him first, then how can he justify his giving? He doesn't reward or bless those who focus on riches, status, and power. He rewards and blesses those who are focused on him with riches, status, and power through him. Because his riches might not look like society's riches. To God, the promise of eternal life for us is worth far more than designer clothing or blingy jewelry. 
to God a promise that we are a masterpiece of his hands and a child of his gives us far more status than a luxury vehicle or a bougie address. To God, a promise of his protection and love is far more powerful than a corporate title or a political seat. When you focus on what truly matters, seeking his kingdom and his righteousness, then he's going to bless and reward you beyond what you can humanly imagine. First, though, it takes a redirection of your focus and priorities. God won't show his favor. He won't reveal what he really has in the storehouses of heaven before you show him some true and genuine love, before you focus on his word and teachings as your compass, and before you demonstrate that you can be grateful wherever you are right now in whatever situation you are in right now. You have the most amazing Heavenly Father. So why not show Him some extra love, appreciation, and praise today? How about we go ahead and do that right now? And I'll lead us in prayer. And this is the best way to show our Father some praise, show Him some love. So let's do that, okay? Good morning, Jesus. We are coming to you today with so much gratitude in our hearts. We are thankful for the provisions that you offer us for today, that you take care of us for today, that we know that we need not worry about the food and the shelter and the clothing and all of the basics, because Lord, you're going to take care of us. We know that. And we are so very grateful for that beyond blessed that you've given us life today, that you've given us that sunrise this morning and the promise of today ahead. But Lord, we mess up continually, don't we? We end up focusing on the wrong stuff. We end up looking down, like I said, at those pennies and trying to acquire more and just focus on what society deems as important. And while we're doing that, and while we're so busy looking down, Lord, we're often forgetting to look up and to look at what you're offering to us. And Lord, we ask that you not let us waste another day looking down and looking at what society tells us is important, but looking up at you and what you tell us in your word is so very important for us. And Lord, we do go through days where we're worried about the basics, where we're worried about providing for our families and worried about how we're going to take care of them in the future. But please help us to really just trust and put our faith into you, that you're not going to let us let them down, that you're not going to let us go through our life without what we need to keep everybody healthy, safe, and cared for. Lord, we ask for your help today to just continue to revitalize our hearts and our souls to provide us with that attitude and that mindset that we can approach our day in a clear way to give you praise, to honor you for what you do, and to just be so grateful that you are such a good father. We love you. We thank you. And we are ready for whatever it is that you have for us today. In the name of Jesus, amen. 
Thank you so much for listening today. I think that once this episode goes up, it's going to be quite a bit shorter than last week's episode. That was a really lengthy one on mental health. If you hadn't already listened to that, go back and check it out. But this one, I think will be shorter. Let's hope so. Let's see once uh, everything's edited and finalized and uploaded how it is. Again, my apologies if that background fan is annoying or irritating. Once I have a chance to actually listen to this, like in my vehicle one day, once it's up and live, then I'll get a real sense of how that noise um, comes through. So if it is really bothersome, I'm going to make sure I change my recording environment for next time. But like I said, we're going with it today. I hope you have a fantastic day. I love you all. I really am praying today for blessings, for favor, beyond what you can imagine in your life. From my heart to yours, bye for now. Mm -hmm.